official Core Speed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you? What's up, oh, man? <laughs> Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, you know, this week, this week we're a little light on the coming attractions, so we're going to be a little creative with some of the things here. We still have a good show for you today. Uh, so first off, we got the trailer for, uh, I, I don't know if it's like a movie. It, it's probably a movie, right? Uh, so for Netflix, Blood and Gold. The only reason we're bringing this up is... It's because, you know, it's a little unfortunate timing, Arturo. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, because we <laughs> we just reviewed Sisu. So, like, this would have been the wildest double feature to, like, be like, oh, yeah, this compares to this this way and all that stuff. Because but, it does look like the same movie, right? <laughs> yes, like, the same movie. You know, uh, of course, it, you know, you got, you have, like, a whole different plot at the center, but it's still, you know, Nazis trying to get gold <laughs> and, like, somebody trying to protect that gold how and, wild like, you is know, that right I, um, you know yeah that's just so, unfortunate timing, yeah but you know? at least like <laughs> over here it looks like it's like what just as they say as they say germans versus germans so it's nazis versus probably you know non-nazi german dudes or something yeah I don't know. which is you know which is fine, fine. yeah and um, like and like the there are trailers that make it out to be like uh you know like a Tarantino thing. Same thing as Sisu, yes. right? Where it's like it's it's in that packaging of like the very yeah like, they do that grindhouse thing to it, right? Yes, yeah, yes, and that's why it's another thing where it's like oh this is another Sisu thing. But what I will give this one the benefit of the doubt, and we are checking it out. If it's a movie, why not? Right? You know, I hope it's short. Uh, <laughs> yo, that's the other thing. The female lead character, you know, her whole thing is her brother's in danger and all that stuff. And it's in foreign language. Like, it's in German. So, you know, that's the, that is the one big thing it has over Sisu. Yeah. Right? Again, like, that's a, that's a huge gripe of mine still, Sisu. I am like, I'm totally surprised this thing was not in like Finnish, you know, like, right. When I, I, dude, I remember my reaction just going back to, just going back to Sisu only because this, this film is so similar. Like my shock, my shock of hearing just the English. And I'm like, um, wow, that's very surprising. Um, <laughs> I, but you're I like, guess. You this were like, did, why- I- <laughs> well, I mean- did they show the dub in the theater? You know, it's like, oh, are- am I watching the English yeah, dub right now? I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute. Like, I checked my, you know, <laughs> the ticket for a second because usually it tells you if it's like a dub movie or something like right. that. Um, but I'm like, huh, that's unfortunate, you know? But this one is full blown German. It's, um, I am curious because it, the first time I did hear about it was just last week when. You know, after Sisu came out. So I'm curious if they just kind of forced it out there just to kind Netflix. of be like, holy shit, we have, <laughs> we yeah, have Netflix something was like, right yeah. <laughs> It's literally one of those, you know, when you go to Netflix and you type in the movie you want to see, yes. but they don't have it, that they offer suggestions. That's yeah. if you go, you go type in Sisu. Oh, we don't have Sisu, but, but we have Blood and Gold. Up, right? <laughs> right. Yes. It's, uh, it, so, it's weird too. It's the same kind of like a color palette and everything. It's and as long as, it, as long as it's more Nazis two hours, getting, yeah, and more Nazis getting killed, you know that's that's not you know it's not a bad deal. We'll, we'll see. I love we'll that. See Ever since uh, my days back uh, playing Medal of Honor, dude, back in the day <laughs> on PlayStation, and then you know back to Wolfenstein, right? Back to yeah, Castle dude. Wolfenstein when it came out again. 
love killing some Nazis. You yeah, know? seriously, fuck the Nazis. You know, yeah, Nazi or, punks, fuck off, bro. But uh, absolutely. So, no. moving, Dude, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, that's a movie we have to talk about from Green Room when they use that. Oh, yeah, they, anyways, the, the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate Nazi movie. Uh, yeah. You know, but but so uh, moving on to another World War kind of thing. Uh, so Oppenheimer, we yes. got the newest trailer for Christopher Nolan's big movie. It's probably the final trailer because this thing's coming out in July. But yes. I never say final until they say final. Because we say that, Great and then point. they come out with one. That's Number like, three. oh, here's all Great. the... You yeah, Oppenheimer yeah. 3 trailer, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I think this trailer, we get some of the explosion, because that's the only reason. I think we talked about this from the beginning, right, Arturo? Where it's like, the only reason that you or I are... Well, I, I'm not going to speak for you in this case, because I'm not the Nolan guy here. I, I don't like... <laughs> I'm not a Nolan fan at all, but the only reason I'm interested in it bomb, is, to, is to see that because he says he says he did a physical bomb. So right? I, he, uh, yes, you know, he yes. recreated the bomb in a very small scale. Right. Yes. So I'm very curious to see what that looks like. You know what, though, Tex? I am a Nolan fan. I haven't seen Tenet. To be honest, I I haven't seen his last. It's two not movies. good. Uh, Tenet yeah, oh wait, and, no, I'm um, not a I'm not a great gauge of that because I'm sitting here telling you it's not good. But no, what if but it you is, can say you it's know? not good because you know you you know you watch movies. You know you understand <laughs> what a good movie yeah, is, right? It's um, yeah, it's not. It wasn't good. Like yeah, it's overly of long whole, too. I saw the runtime. I was like, fuck. Yes, outside of like the plane thing, and that's why it's like okay, I want to see the. I want to see the physical thing he put together. Yeah. Yeah. You because know, he, he does in, in Tenet, he does crash a plane into a building. Right. Nice. So yeah, like he, he's very practical with that stuff ever since, you know, yes. the Batman stuff. So, um, but though, Tex, I'm not sure. Um, I want your opinion on this, this based off this trailer, this looks like his most kind of, you know, straightforward movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, like in terms of just being a summer blockbuster kind of thing, you know, uh, like it coming out in that same space, it, it, not Batman aside, it, it, like in terms of his non-Batman projects, this one looks like it's his most straightforward actiony one that, you know, you just got to sit down and go through the timeline from point A to point B to point C. You know, I think, yeah, in terms of like a narrative, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like in terms of like a straightforward narrative. Yes, right? exactly. Uh, exactly. But it also looks like it's a lot of people in rooms talking, which can be fine. But also it's like, I need to know that going in. And so, like, if I brace myself going in, knowing it's a it's a people talking movie, you know, but there's a bomb in it, so like, I I think I'll be all right. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know, because when you say people, fair talking, enough, no, it, totally fair enough, because there is a lot of you know back and forth, Matt Damon talking this, a lot of government yeah. jargon. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of like that red tape government nonsense yes, talk, you it's, know. It's going to be a lot of a lot of people in rooms talking about like the you know severity of things, the you know the. <sighs> Right. Oh, how how much they can do? How much they can push the line in this way? Oh, we can't do that because the accords What's or the whatever. Like, do you know the uh, runtime of this movie? I um, will look it up while while we're talking about yes, it. But, absolutely, uh, because um, I am very curious. I didn't think about it in that perspective, and now I am totally regretting what I said. <laughs> it's two hours and thirty minutes. <laughs> what? It's, yeah, okay. so like um, it, maybe including like ten minutes of credit, and it's all leading up to that sequence, right? Where yes. we test the bomb, 
Yeah. Right? So the whole the whole thing is like so it's going to be one of those uh, you know in terms of straightforward things it's it's a political drama. Yeah. There we go. Like in those political dramas, those can be those sometimes those are great movies. I'm not gonna lie. I you know I, I'm sitting here like um like what's a good one? Um, I don't know. I don't like. <laughs> I know. I keep wanting to say like enemy of the state, like law abiding citizen. Those are what I think are political, but those. Oh, are but like they're huge, not. Though. <laughs> yeah, those are huge action movies, yeah, right? Cause exactly. That's, that's that's the kind of movie goer I am, right? But like a Manchurian Candidate, that's a oh, good one with yeah. Denzel Washington yeah. and stuff like yes. that. So, like in terms of that sense, like it's it's a two and a half hour, <laughs> or like it's it's a two hour and a half uh, political thriller with a bomb in it. So like. It can be good, and it it might be good even, you know. But at the same time, it's like we we got to know what we're getting into here. And as someone like me who doesn't like Nolan like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Who who like I'm I'm eating a lot with this. But- this trailer got me though, man. Like I'm pretty sold with this trailer. I was sold already just because of that of that um, piece of information that we read a long time ago that he did recreate this in a very yeah. tiny scale. But um, so I was kind of like, huh, I, I kind of got to see this. But this trailer really sold it for me in terms of being a good narrative, you know, um, yeah. and a movie that I want to see that end, like, you know, through and through. Yeah. And that's what's going to be like, that's what's going to be the defining factor, right? Is that if it has that compelling story to tell that political narrative, because it that's the thing, too. It has to be straightforward. And that's that's also a very good point, Arturo. Like, you can't, like, really jump around and play with it. Yeah. Like, it, it really does have to be a straightforward thing about how this guy is setting off a bomb. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, because it is a historical public kind of uh event right yes um yes. uh it, you can't really say inspired by true events you know because everything is pretty much on record for this stuff that being said i am glad it is that way for him because i think this is the first time he's working uh, well, oh no he did the same no, thing was, with that war movie right yeah it was like dunkirk and you know yeah and even, and how was that i didn't see dunkirk either super boring yeah so that's that's the thing that's why i'm like i'm looking at this Damn. and i'm like i'm like this looks fine but it's definitely not the movie i'm looking forward to that weekend like it's everybody's it's always trying to recreate saving private ryan that first scene yeah. in the beaches man <laughs> yeah it's definitely barbie first and then oppenheimer that that weekend for yeah me. so we'll, we'll yeah we'll see uh we'll see how that plays out uh but moving along the coming yeah. attractions we actually have a little mini review in here yes and, we do finally yeah, something and, cool to talk about <laughs> yes and we didn't put it in the feature presentation thing because it's it's not long enough to be like a you know i don't i feel like i don't have a lot to say no like, it's I not do long enough and it's, it's pretty much just a quick shout out too as yeah. well um just um just a quick recommendation you, you can say actually so Kids versus Alien on Shutter, um, very short, under ninety minutes. What is it like? Eighty? It, no, it's minutes. like seventy-five minutes. Yeah, so, under eighty minutes. So yeah. like it's yeah, it's straight up just like a. And, you can call it a short film. Yeah, kind, yeah, basically with, a long short, like, pretty much, right? Yeah, it's it's got the it's the Texas Chainsaw effect where it's like you know Texas Chainsaw is a movie, but what? it's only yeah. like seventy minutes. It was short right? as well. Like, yeah, yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's it's a great little freaking kid adventure man yeah uh, it turned out, out to nowhere. be a freaking <laughs> kid adventure out of nowhere with aliens involved on top of that uh to, to top it all off the kids are great um i really thought the collection of young talent the heel included because he knew you know what his job was um right. uh 
they did such a solid job, you know, um, because this thing could have gotten really out of hand. You know, the, the premise alone is very B-movie, very campy, um, and the performances could have really led this thing totally astray. But they held it really together. It was really tight. Um, I really enjoyed the dynamic amongst all the actual uh, young talent. And um, I thought it was a real success because of that and primarily because of that. Aside from that, we also have some pretty cool, like, you know, visuals near the um, in the third act of the flick where we actually get into this alien um uh, spaceship kind of thing. And uh, it, it, it's really cool what we see uh, in terms of um, all the alien stuff inside that the alien design itself, it's a little wonky, but uh, it, um, I, I really dug it. It's very practical. You have a lot of practical effects um, in there. And uh, I thought everything worked well. Um, the story is very small scale on top of that, but adding the aliens adds a bigger, um, like a more grandiose impact to the actual small scale of that story, which I thought was smart, especially um, working with a small budget. You just land the aliens in this one kind of small location and they just kind of do their thing. So I really, I really recommend just watching this, folks, because it's, it's, it's a quick watch. It's fun. It's satisfying. Um, these kids curse up a freaking storm. It's great. And there's like wrestling in the movie all of a sudden, which is yeah. great because I was like, holy crap, there's pro wrestling involved in this thing, which is awesome. There's a really mean like heel bully aside from these aliens in there. I really wish, though, that uh, the kill for the bully, I, I wish that was more impactful, you know, because he really deserved yeah. to get kind of. Yeah, that's the only that's the part, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's like we we get a really cool first kill, but it's not on the bully. And so, you know, and then the bully becomes a huge part of like the the climax and stuff. And that's the thing, like there are some elements in this where I'm like, "Oh, that might have went a little too juvenile. Might have been a little too far." But at the same time, like by the by the third act, I was like really like I was really into it. Surpri- yeah, like yeah. I was surprised myself like how like into this I was. Me too. You know? That was like Oh my goodness, this yeah, was fun. Yeah, because these kids are great. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, when these kids are getting little wins or, you know, escaping with their lives, whatever, or whatever happens to them. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, that's I don't want to spoil like, anything. Yeah. It, it's it's a short movie and legit. Just go check it out. If you have Shudder, like, if you have Shudder already, then, like, yeah, check it out because you're yeah, already checking it. out basically every horror movie they got out there, right? So, yeah, and, yeah. And what's great too, Tex, it's uh, for a kid adventure, the stakes are high, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like, Know, tons of death these like, aliens yeah these yeah. <laughs> aliens want to do damage i don't want to um reveal you know why the aliens you know showed up but um uh and even then there is no why like that's the other thing too they're just kind of there like they they just kind of show up they start doing things and well they, they had a purpose though oh yeah they are seeking a thing but yeah, also yeah. that's just the kind of like it's a uh, you know it's just, right yeah like it's just yeah they it's just like oh to it's like there. uh you know we need to do this you guys just so happen to be in the way you yes, know and, like, and what and exactly what we need <laughs> yeah and you know there's there's like a you know there's a fun little bit of like alien lore for these for these things and it's just like there's a lot packed into that 75 minutes that like you know while i think in some areas it tends to like go a little too far yeah, you know, in, in terms of like its dialogue yeah, or agreed. like stuff like that. At the same time, those feel like nitpicks because by the end, like it's seventy five minutes. Like it's it's legit just that thing where it's yeah. like, yo, by the time you know, it, 
by the time you even think about a gripe, it's already over. Yeah, the gripe has long passed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's gone to something completely different. You're like, oh, wait, who cares about that right now? I'm watching this part of the movie. Yeah, because that's yeah. the other thing, too. Like, it's, it's short, so, like, it moves fast, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it moves fast. That's the... It, there's a good balance here of like a, a lot happens, but it doesn't feel like it's skipping anything or like, yeah, you know, correct. It, it just kind of gets going when it gets going. And, you know, and that's the thing. Like by the end of it, I was completely invested. There's a surprising ending. And when it's over, like I'm like, oh, that was just a fun little thing I watched. And here we are. Like we kind of had to shove it in because we're like, yo, we got to recommend this thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, folks, if you have Shudder, go watch this thing. Um, if not, hopefully it, it shows up on Tubi soon. You know, that way yeah. you guys can, you know, can peep that as well. But yeah, folks, now it is uh, officially time for our feature presentation. So Tex, here we are. Mm-hmm. Our feature presentation, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, a phase four Marvel film. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I have to start it that way because it's just straight up. Just know this is a very self-contained Marvel story. Don't expect anything like outside of the Guardians direct universe. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So that being said... There is a very, very good story in here, it, but it is not it, – it's a, it's a flashback pretty much. Um, yeah, it, it feels like – sorry to cut you off when you're, yeah. uh, you're leading your opinions, but like it, it feels like it's, it's two big ideas, yes. right? Like crammed into like one movie. Yeah, because because James Gunn, like, like that's the thing. Before we even get into like our personal reviews and then spoilers and stuff like that, like James, this really felt like James Gunn was trying to get everything he could in there because it was his last one, right? Agreed. Like, yeah, and so, but yeah, Arturo, you, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, it's it's phase four. <laughs> yeah, it's phase four, uh, legit phase four. That being said, real quick, before we continue breaking everything down, pay for it, wait for it, stay away from it. Me personally, I have to say wait for it only because it's a hefty movie. And what I really enjoyed didn't really take a lot of that time you know there was a lot of stuff yeah. that i had to sift through in order to really enjoy this movie honestly yeah and i'm in the same boat like that's the thing if you haven't seen it by now please you know please pause the episode before we get into spoilers and stuff like that but legit if you haven't seen it by now you'll be fine waiting for it to hit disney plus yeah. I, it's it's legit wait for it. <laughs> yeah like it's legit just you're fine waiting for it like yeah. that's the thing they're you know, maybe you're worried about spoilers or something, but there's not a big enough thing here to spoil. You know, like, uh, we, great point. we, yeah, we say this, but yeah, right before we're going to hit our own spoiler warnings and stuff like that. But like, legit, yeah, like, if you're worried about that stuff, like, oh, I need to go see it in order to, in order to see the next step of like the Marvel stuff. I don't want to yeah. get spoiled by, by what's coming next. It, don't worry about that. On that end, you're fine. Like, it's it's legit just like, it's, you know, in, in good ways and in bad ways, it's the end to the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. And so, you know, in a way, it's good that Marvel finally has, like, a trilogy. Because even, like, Iron Man 3, like, it felt like, oh, that didn't feel like the end of Iron Man at all. No, it didn't. We, it didn't. we got him immediately after, like, Avengers 2 and then Endgame. And Civil and War and stuff, stuff right? yeah. Yeah. But here... It does legit feel like the end of a trilogy that 
a director made, right? So, like, in that sense, kudos to the movie, but also total weight for it, because same thing as you, Arturo, I completely agree. Like, as much as I'm giving you credit for being the end of a trilogy, the end of a story, I'm also like... I didn't like a lot of it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't there like was a, a lot, lot of it. Right? There was yeah, a lot too. There was, there was a lot of this ending. And yeah. like, and in terms of like, yo, he needed to get everything in. Cool. But at the same time, I also, I wasn't feeling like, I wasn't feeling a lot of it. That first, like that first half. Yeah. I was, I was really zoning out. I, I wasn't, can't, I can't lie. Yes. Like, um, I, I have was, to agree with you and back you up on that claim because I, the honestly, the only character that I really cared for was this story character that I'm talking about. And that's the story of, uh, of Rocket. Um, yes. In the trailers, they show, obviously, you guys know there's um, a, a major focus on Rocket and his, um, his origin pretty much. It's, yes. we get, we pretty much get a very compressed version of his origin story, right? Yes. That being said, there's a lot of other stuff that's thrown into this thing because, all right, so the basic premise of this movie is um, Warlock shows up, right? And yes. just really kind of, you know, beats up on 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 Rocket, right? Yes. To, uh, to where he's kind of dying pretty much, right? He's like, he's gone into like cardiac arrest or some shit like that. Um, so, they have to find uh, so Rocket has placed a um pretty no, much yeah he's got a he's got a, like a fail safe placed on him right on his heart right yes yeah, yeah. he's got like a fail safe placed on him it kind of you know it blows up so they are looking for a key code to unlock this fail safe device and yes. this is how the the origin story comes into play um, because now they got to find how how rocket got made and all this other stuff and and this is where that backstory goes but um it it pops up here and there throughout the entire you know 2 hours and change of this movie but I really hate the fact that I wanted more of that to come and they just kept throwing me a lot of this other stuff in the way, you know, and there was a lot of other stuff, you know? Yeah, because the other Guardians had to do things. So I guess from here on out, uh, we'll we'll go spoil everything. Yes, we only talk about this thing. Yeah, we're going to get into spoilers from here on out. So if you haven't seen it, but you still want to, uh, please pause this, come back and check us out, you know, to get our actual full feedback on it but as of right now our stance both is you know you're fine to wait for it on disney plus and yeah. so so spoiler warning from here on out uh let's dig right in and so jumping off of that this movie also has to find other things for the guardians to do unfortunately and, yeah but yeah yes. and and that's the whole thing is while while rocket is you know going through all his cardiac trouble you know and they need a passcode to save him uh, they have to go get that passcode, and it's basically like a whole bunch of like side quests. Of side quests, right? Yeah, and, and it sucks because you know, in any other sense, you'd be like, oh, well, this is the movie, right? Like this is the movie plot. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. There's so much of the rocket stuff that I'm so like that I was actually interested in yes. that any of these detours, I was like, man, like yeah, get, like it's like yo, let's get back to the rocket stuff. And that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Because yes. um, it, it it derails everything that Gunn wants to do with the other ones, right? With uh, yeah. with the other, you know, you know, able bodied guardians because Rocket is completely like. He's out in in a you know slayed out on a hospital bed or whatever that bed you can call it like on the ship in the med bed um, for the entire movie. So we don't get the you know the snarky rocket until Act Three, 
right? Yeah, which so, which definitely uh, definitely does suck. That like legit for you the feel last, it, right? Yeah, for the last yeah. Guardians movie, they're not a full team. You know, and it's the whole thing with Gamora too, because Gamora she's dead. But of course, after Endgame, it's the Gamora from the past who doesn't yeah. know them. So the whole time, like Peter Quill's trying to get closer to her. And like trying to force on her that they had a relationship, and it's like which no, is like, very cringy sometimes, right? It's, it's super like, but they play it up that way. Like yeah. that's the thing. I do give it credit for like playing into that, but that's the thing. There are so many scenes that are like, I guess if you that I'm I'm having trouble breaking these these down in particular because like. Maybe if we were, like, hardcore Guardians fans, like, hardcore fans of these characters, I would dig them. You know, because there's these long conversations where they're all just talking with each other. And, like, cool, you know, but then also, like, man, like, I wasn't feeling it, you know? Like, we go, like... A good example is the whole uh, Ergo Corp. It's the place where they need to go to get the passkey for Rocket's thing, and it's basically like it's basically the second act of the movie. Like yeah. it's this whole thing. Yeah, you know, there it's this heist, and you know things are going wrong, all that stuff. But there's a scene in an elevator where, like, you have you have Star Lord's you have Star Lord kind of giving the recap of everything that happened. And it feels like so forced. It and does not feel only super that, forced. Not only does it feel forced, it feels like Pratt hates himself while he's saying <laughs> it. And it's like, yo, it, it's the like it's because such it, like a yeah. it's cringy, dude. Yeah, like it's, it's so like, bad. And the act of just being like uh, of they're not really human because they're all but they're all aliens, really. But like, but like in the in the act of just being a person, right? Like being yeah. a, 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 a real bodied person, like yeah, like. As an actor, I'd be like, yo, why is he doing this to himself? You know, this is like, this is very cringy stuff. And, and like, and it's funny because the other characters like also react that way. Like, oh, like, dude, like, oh, you're yeah, still doing like, this. Yo, like, let's. Yes. They, they constantly tell on. him. Yes. Yeah. They constantly tell him, dude, chill out. And then there's even a weird thing where he's like a, he has like a brief attachment to Nebula where he's like r- briefly interested in her. I'm like, yo, what the? I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, wait a minute. Um, it was very weird because, yes. <laughs> because one Nebula herself, right? Like, yes. I find her character change very, you know, you know just very shocking. Um, no, I, I think it, I think it's earned. That's my thing is I do think the Nebula stuff is earned. We've gradually seen her, you know. Like yeah, we- but she went full blown baby face in this one. And from the end, the last time we saw her, right? Christmas special aside, right? Because that's a problem too. Because in the Christmas special, you know, she, she was already this baby face, right? But right. before that, we saw her still be this very like dark person who's, you know, who's very, who questions herself and her conscience and her, like, like, and her own morals back in, in Endgame, right? But in Endgame, she does kill her past self. So that, that's the thing, where I'm like, she does go full baby place in, in Endgame. So I will, that's the thing, is I will give the credit for Nebula, but that's kind of where it stops. Like, I, I give it credit for the nebula changes. I give it credit for what it does uh, to Gamora. I, I I do like the new Gamora thing where she's like, yo, leave me alone. <laughs> she's like, she's off doing her thing with the Ravagers. And, you know, I and- don't like that only because there's no payoff at the end. Like, right. She does experience this emotional connection finally, right? 
Right. And then like, after that, she just goes back. I thought she, she was going to be like, you know what? I think I might hang out with these guys for a little bit. That's Then true. I was like, okay, cool. That's kind of dope. Um, but then the ending wouldn't work where Pratt just goes off, you know, um, yeah, if, uh, if she stayed, which again, it wasn't really my thing. Yeah, I guess, I guess we can like, we're, we're trying to find ways to talk about this, right? Cause there's so much going on and there's so much we need to actually get to. So I, I guess we'll, we'll start, we'll work our way backwards, right? So okay. it, it all leads to the fact that, you know, the ending for the guardians was, you know, cause the whole time, right? Through the press circuits, through everything everyone was pretty much done with it, right? Like, Dave Batista was like, I'm good on playing Drax anymore. Like, Zoe Zaldana, Zoe Zaldana was like, yo, I'm, I'm fine if they recast Gamora in the future. I'm good on it, you know? And, and James Gunn, of course, James Gunn is going to DC Studios, right? Yeah. So, so the whole time we were like, okay, this is going to end. How is it going to end for them? And the ending, they, they essentially get a happy ending, but, they, they all go their own separate ways. And this is where, this is where ultimately where we will kind of, we'll, we'll go against what most people are saying in that I don't know if that ending was completely earned, you know, cause people are like, I've read, I've read responses where people are like crying over it. They like felt all the happiness and like stuff like that. And I'm like, if, if I love these characters, would I have reacted the same way? I don't know, but also like in that sense, I don't like how they break, how they break up. Right. Cause it does, it's supposed to feel sudden, I guess, but like, uh, so Drax, Drax was the big, uh, point of contention I had because, you know, Drax, I thought with Batista's time, like I thought the way Batista was saying it, I was like, Oh, Drax is going to sacrifice himself or something. Right. Like Drax is going to eat it in order for everybody else to live because yeah. he, he's he, they're his family and he wants to save his family again mm-hmm. you know and that way you know i was imagining like oh as he dies he'll like but it's okay because i'll get to see my my wife and child again and stuff like that right but no like <laughs> his like his thing at the end is that like the rest of the group breaks up yeah he, he doesn't get what he wants because he wants to keep going with mantis and her story her story finishes i do like what 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 happens to mantis because she's like she finally figures out what she wants to do and it's to do her own thing right and but <laughs> like whatever like like which is cool but but poor drax right? <laughs> poor drax is like doesn't get to do what he wants he's forced into like stop being a guardian you know i I don't know. What do you what do you think, Arturo? Um, there's a lot of stuff here that I really don't re- that I can I really don't like. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say that I can't care for it. Um, because it's part of the like of the story, and it is what these people are doing now, right. right? But there is a lot of stuff that feels like fluff. Like, for instance, let's break them down one by one, Tex. Right? Because that, that's, that's probably that's the easiest the way, way to, to talk yeah. about this movie, right? Yeah. So Drax, right? Drax gets freaking shafted right in terms of his his main role here when we first met drax right he was this freaking he was the enforcer right he was this guy who had a big chip on his shoulder thanos killed his family the dude just wanted he he his name is drax the destroyer for a reason right Right. cool so his personality um got tweaked a little bit he he was a little bit more fun and stuff like that cool all that stuff but none of that kind of comes through over here like here he's just kind of being shit on a lot right like they, they literally they call, call him stupid yeah they call like, him stupid lot, multiple times know? in the movie yeah um, his purpose really he really doesn't have a real 
a real Drax purpose here. Like, yeah, yeah they they make a purpose for him in the story. Yeah, right. They, they use him to mess up, and like that's the thing is he causes like one of the big mistakes in the movie when when he and Mantis leave the ship in order yes. to like you know they leave Rocket unprotected in order to head to the high evolutionary ship, which like in any other case would have been fine. But like here, it's like, Oh, you left rocket alone and blah, blah, blah. And the thing too, is that what uh, going on with what you're saying, Arturo is, you know, these dumb things, they keep piling up. So that when, you know, when you get to the end of the movie and he never really gets his, like, he never really gets a point where he's like treated as smart. You know, he never gets, he never gets like an apology. He never gets like credit for like what he's actually good at. Right. And, you know, instead text what he gets. Oh, he's not a destroyer. He's the dad. Yeah, He's like, you're not like Nebula's (sighs) like. Oh, I didn't look at you. The you know, you're not a destroyer. You're a dad, and I need you to help with all these kids and like what I'm doing. That's it's, such. It, it's it's such it's sh- such shit. Like to yeah. be honest, because agree, you know, agree. Drax- I get. I understand it. It's um. It's a callback to his main to his main motivation for everything. Right. right? Yes. But that doesn't just you just made him like, hey, be a nanny, bro. Like, who cares that you can like, you know, fight with us here? Just go be a nanny. Take care of these kids. They write him as understanding the language, apparently, which is something also like, wait a minute. Why didn't you ask him earlier? Like, hey, you obviously seem to understand, you know? Yeah. Um, and And that's the thing. It's it's that stuff where it's like they never really they never really have that moment of like, oh, I shouldn't have called you stupid. Like even Nebula when she's like you're you're not a destroyer you're a dad never once just she's like yo I'm sorry like she's never like I'm sorry for thinking you're stupid you're clearly clever you're clever enough to understand these kids you're empathetic you're all that stuff right but yeah. it's like he never gets that he never gets that moment of like yo like that complete moment of like yeah yo, he it, doesn't it, get his um his uh his moment in the sun yeah right? he doesn't get his send off um, he doesn't right? he get. Doesn't, yeah, it's, exactly. It's forced, he doesn't it's get his um, his his spotlight, and then they make him dance at the end, and it's like we'll yeah. talk about that later on. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Next so up. okay, so uh, Mantis, up, right? Yes, Mantis. Uh, Mantis and Drax. They've they've started writing them together a lot ever since the Christmas special, which um, is smart. Which is smart because Drax is this big dude, and Mantis is always hanging out like on his shoulder and all this stuff like that, hanging out. So cool, right? So her story, she goes off at the end of everything with her little monsters and stuff. Which is like, okay, cool, but like, no one really cared about me. I personally never cared about Mantis and the whole group, like, at all. So, so that's the thing. It's because she was introduced in Volume 2. We we haven't had as much time for her, like, to get to know her outside of Volume 2 mm-hmm. and the, the Christmas special. Yes. You know, it, it's like we, and maybe, yeah, maybe Infinity War when she was using her powers on Thanos, but like, it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like we, her story ends up being like, oh, I've been told by, first I was told by Ego what to do, then I was told by Star Lord what to do. And, and I, I was told by the, yeah, I was told by the guard. I was like, wait a minute, that, that last one, like, the, that one doesn't make any sense outside of like, yeah, the only, they- the only <laughs> time where she's like, Oh, you know, uh, when Peter tells her to stay back with Drax, that's the only time you see her react to like an order. But it's still like you never really got that from the Guardians either, right? You never got the sense that if they didn't want to do something, they wouldn't, right? No, it, it's, it's it was, more like it was, 
it was a family unit. Like, yeah, that, it's not. They're not taking orders. Of the, like, uh, of this movie, right? It's a family yes. unit kind of thing. Um, and she tagged along. No one told her, "Hey, come with us." Yeah, you, know, and, just, and, you, you need to come with us. You're going to be our little, you know, our little mind control person. No, yes. she, you came along. You know, after yeah, the whole thing, you showed up, and you know, you're still here. Yeah, and um, the, the the holiday special was all about, like, the holiday special was all about how you know how she and Drax did their own thing and caused yeah. this own mess, right? So yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that entire like, it doesn't entirely make sense for her to suddenly be like, oh, well, the Guardians told me what to do. Um, no. I'm going to go do my own thing now. Bye, Drax. Like, goodbye. Yeah. And I'm like, but, like, where are you going to go? Like, and then, and then poor, poor Drax, that's another, re- that's another way he gets shafted because he's like, yo, I want to hang out with my friend. And yeah, she's like, no, and I'm going to go. His friends leave him. Yeah. And he's stuck with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Yo, he got shafted. Like, and, yeah. And then, so, uh, moving on with the characters, uh, we talked about Gamora and you know her thing it's like we we can only connect to her for so much right yeah because she's not the same Gamora no and but, but it, she is uh, Zoe did a good job with uh, this version of Gamora yeah. um yeah she stuck um very true to her guns you know right and like she, she did her you know her her job at the end pretty much uh, giving that heart to Gamora like that that emotional bit where she's like oh wait a minute like you know this guy's not bad you know right um I don't hate him uh, like now. Um, but that being said, it's like I said earlier, I don't like the fact that you get all that and you finally get this connection like, hey, maybe, you know, we can do something here. You know, maybe we like, why does she have to go back to the Ravagers? You know what I mean? Like, um, so I didn't like that you did all that work to not get that payoff at the end because, as we mentioned, not a lot of them die if any no like no one of real consequence gets ended in this movie you know which i thought which by the way after the first scene i was dying because that scene where they grab him and they're holding him right in his arms i'm like oh my god he's probably dead or something no this fucking guy's just drunk and they're bringing him to bed so i was dying inside i'm like yo me and tex are talking over here that someone's gonna die and and, and we see this scene and in the trailer they mask it with this emotional kind of uh kind of uh score right that you're like oh my god what, what happened over here and this is no yeah, he's got just, drunk again he's just- <laughs> drunk and so yeah and that's the thing too quill quill's whole thing is that that is one story that i do give it credit for because you know his whole thing the whole trilogy yeah. was yeah. that like he refused to he was still a child mentally because he, he's been stunted by the fact that he was taken from his you know he was abducted he was yeah. abducted by aliens <laughs> yeah he was abducted Legit. by aliens you know he he never really got over his mom you know all that stuff happened with his you know, ego and his dad and like you know then the losing gamora on top of it and like, and then yeah. the rocket raccoon thing, right? It, yeah, everything that happened with Rocket forced him mm-hmm. to like confront the fact that yo, like I, you know, I'm being a little, I'm being a little jerk about everything, right? And, yeah, and so I do like in that sense that he finally grows up a little Agreed. bit. Agreed, one hundred percent. So his his leaving the Guardians is ultimately the only one that makes sense when he's like, all right, I'm gonna go. Go, go back to Earth, visit my grandpa, kind of do, you know, go away for a bit. That's the only one to me that made sense out of that group, right? <laughs> so, yes, yeah. um, agreed. Uh, Pratt does a good job. I'm not usually like a fan of his. At um, the end, he does a good job. That's the thing. It's, it's 
Pratt does a good job when the actual, like, when he's in the meat of the story and not like when, that, f- well, that first When you half. need the emotional beat, right? Yes. You yes. get it from him, right? Yeah. Um, when, you know, when that scene with Rocket and the CPR. Yeah, you know, Rocket's him, died. He's like, yeah, like going, no. I like how, yeah. like, he goes from drunk to Star Lord, like, like seeing that, oh shit, my friends are in trouble. Let me just start acting. I do think he does a good job with the character. That being said, like, it's kind of too little, too late for that. It, like, right. it, it would have been cool if they if they did want to explore more of that, you know, uh, like you mentioned, text of Quill actually, you know, processing everything. Right? right. Um, we never got that. Like we saw in um in the Christmas special that he was hurting, right? But then they made it seem like oh he just misses Christmas or something, you know? Which is like no, this guy just like he lost a lot, you know? Yeah, and he was a major part of Thanos, you know, getting that glove back, right? Yeah, and so like you know he's still mourning Gamora and stuff like that by Volume Three, and it's yes. like well uh, who you know and. Maybe that's why he's the only one teased to return, which is like a whole yeah. thing. The, the legendary Star Lord will return. It's like, all right, yeah. It's okay. not like honestly, I'm good off Star Lord. I'm you good know? off Chris Pratt, yeah. And but it's like we said to during the Christmas special text that um um this would be a good time. Um, and it looks like it might head that way if they want to revisit that. Um, of just having like Nebula just lead the team now that she's like pretty much the lead well, no. right there, right? No, like that's Nebula, the other thing. right? Nebula, it, it, won't be nebula nebula is going to be doing her own thing at nowhere and yes. so like so so i guess we'll uh we'll round out all the characters with rocket since we're leading to this point yeah because group to- doesn't count we'll talk about group by by but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because because rocket his you know his story was the most compelling through the thing and ultimately he becomes the new leader of the guardians of the galaxy yes which is exactly which is cool you know i'm like yeah. all right yeah I, i'll take that and um but yeah like his we finally get his origin story and it's told through these flashbacks while he's, you know, while he's on the med band stuff. So like, that's the thing. It's, it's relegated to so like, that's why it feels like it's a different story on yeah. in this other story, you know, cause it's like, it, it's literally all through flashbacks and like, I'm kind of mixed on those flashbacks. Cause while some of them, you know, did make me tear up, I got, you know, little CG animals, you know, baby rockets, first word where he's like hurts. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah they got me. But like, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, there are some scenes where I was like, Oh no, like I wasn't really feeling it. Cause, uh, you know, the, the scene where they're on the, they're, they're like talking about getting in a rocket and like, flying away and stuff like that oh you know it's yeah that kind of stuff's become a joke it like a lot of the things i've watched now That's where it's funny. like it, where it's like oh i, I love being alive <laughs> we're gonna live forever you know it's it's that kind of thing where it's like they're obviously saying all this stuff because they're gonna kill him in like some brutal fashion and so like i couldn't get over that in my head i was you know the whole they were being very emotional but in my head like i was like to the slaughter kind of share yeah right? in my head all i was hearing is like i love being alive i can't wait to be alive forever you know it's it's I'm that like, stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah you're and, gonna be dead in a bit <laughs> and that's the thing and you know because the rocket we get high evolutionary which is like this dude is the great. best thing yes ever in this movie <laughs> yeah. like damn yeah. yeah uh played by the dude from peacemaker uh who is also good in peacemaker which Mr. is kinda, i yeah. can't pronounce his, his first name i know his last name is Iwuji. yeah so which, which sucks because it's one of those things where it's like you know would you rather have someone so good around for one appearance or would you rather have them in a bunch of things and we 
I don't know, right? I'm like, yo, this- I, you know what though? Like, I think in in this for this particular argument, right? I think it is best to kind of just have it one off, right? Yeah, because um, he's that good. You know? He's that good, and then on top of that, there are no real opportunities in the movie, um, written into the movie, I should say, to tie it into anything. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so you can't really picture it outside of this Guardians kind of conflict, you know? Yeah, um, he, and he that's, literally was just doing his own thing. Like and that's a shame, too, because he seems like pretty that. goddamn powerful, right? Because yeah. as you mentioned just now, he, he was making his own civilizations for god's sakes yeah you know? <laughs> it, it's weird too right because he has like the kang powers you know and it's like yo and he's you know he's dressed in purple and it's like yo, we just got this guy right but yeah, yeah so but yeah he's great i, I do from like, wish right as they say yeah and, <laughs> and it sucks though because he's great and his his seeds with like the rocket are great you know and then He's there's so this, good. There's a James Gunn little t- bit of flavor when like Rocket claws his face off, you know, and yes. it like kind of zooms in on him, and you hear him go, Aah! and then yeah. you see, then you see the results at the end, right? That's or a good payoff like, to that man. That was like, whoa, that's awesome. Nice practical shit too, right? Yeah, the you're like, you know what? Nice. Good yeah, touch. and I do, I do like they point out they're like, yo, you ripped off his face, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's what sucks, Arturo, because there are good moments in here. But yeah, it's also yeah. like, you know, because we talk about the rocket stuff. We, You and I both love the rocket stuff, right? But then, like, there's so much else that just doesn't work. It doesn't click. Uh, so many of the jokes don't click. I'm like, yo, I a heard laughing in the theater. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, is that forced laughter? Is, you know, because I was thinking, like, because we've had this conversation before of, like, people need this to do well. James Gunn needs this to ex- to, to excel. Because, yeah. like, he's got a whole studio he's got to launch after this, right? So it's like, this one had to be good. regardless. Of- Flash <laughs> might undo some of that. <laughs> yeah, like, regardless <laughs> of how good this was, it needed to be good. And I was like, are people going to force themselves to think, like, it's better than it is? And sometimes I thought that I'm like, yo, that, I'm like, yo, that like the reviews, it. all those blurbs and the and, you know and the commercials for sure kind of you know drank the Kool Aid, yeah, um, because going in, um, people were talking like, hey, this is like you know it's up there kind of shit, you know, and and it's not honestly, it, it really not. isn't. Yeah, like no. maybe if you love the Guardians, cool, right? And it's you know, like I said, I give it credit for being a trilogy. Like James Gunn got to make a third movie, and not like you know, and not a Civil War where he had to set up other things. But it no, but yeah, it, which is good for him. But, but it, like his his trilogies everywhere too, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. And but to that to that point, it's the same kind of criticism that you know people lobbed at other movies, right? Like at the Phase Four stuff, people are like, oh, well, where's the connection? Where's this? Where's that? And we have to say that here, right? Like, yeah, we have to go. Where's the connection? Where is the next piece to the puzzle? And yeah, outside. And that's why we call it, That's why you called it a phase four movie at the beginning, Arturo, because like the only connection we get here is introducing new characters who might do something later. Like Adam yeah. Warlock. We, you know, this that dude was introduced like in volume <sighs> two post credits. Right. Dude. And didn't come out till this movie. And was it volume two post credits or yes. or the first post credits, like from part one? 
You know what? It might have been even part one, which makes this even more one. egregious that we wait like it waited so long to bring Adam Warlock into these movies for him and, to and, like and this is oh my god, yes. And for him, him to basically him. do nothing. Like his whole thing is the only reason the only point he serves in the plot is to hurt Rocket in the beginning, which could have been any anybody, right? Anybody. And anything. then he's a comedy relief after that. And then he's a comedy relief, which is fine. I don't mind that because, you know, the whole thing is Adam Warlock is kind of a big dummy, you know, and yeah, I, I do like that because I, I, he's a big, strong dummy in everything. Everything I've seen him in or read him in, he's a big, strong dummy. And I don't mind that, right? He's big, dumb mama's boy. But at the same time, he's only used there and then yeah. to like rescue Star-Lord at the end when, you know, when it looks like Peter's going to die when he goes back for the Zoom, which kind of would have been like... I don't know. I think I would have liked that, right? Like, I'm like, yo, I would have liked if he was selfish unto death, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, because he would have died in battle, right? Yeah. Saving all those kids, saving everybody, you But know? he couldn't um, let go of the Zoom, you know? So it's like, yeah, it would have yeah. been, like, tragic. It would have been like, yo, if you only let go, right? And Yeah, and then um, it's funny, though, because, like, didn't we explore something – about his powers in like volume one where like, you know, he can do space stuff yeah, or something no, like that. Peter's, Peter's half celestial. So yeah. You know, so who, who knows? Who I'm knows? Just, yeah. But, because like, I'm like, wait a minute, you can hold an infinity stone, bro. Like, yeah, you can't survive but, a few <laughs> seconds in space, but you know, Oh, but that's been a thing from throughout all of them. So I guess you have to keep continuity, right? Peter couldn't survive in the other ones, so he's not about to. Survive. But okay, because right, it so, did happen before. So even with all that said, right? Yeah, you, you have Adam Warlock shit. You have all that. You have James Gunn getting to do a movie, cool. But like, it's also James Gunn doing a movie, and it's like, you know, we've we've gotten so much James Gunn, and we're about to get so much more James Gunn, and it's yes. like. I have a limit for how much I'm willing to like accept the quirks, you know? Because yes. it's a lot. It's becoming to where it's mm-hmm. like, yo, this is a music video movie, and like, yeah. it's not always mm-hmm. earned, you know? Yes, you get one jukebox moment in the beginning. That's in any other movie, I'd be like, okay, this is the start of the movie. You you get to have your, you know, you get to have your one, right? But then yeah. like, then like a scene later, he does it does it again, and then Dude. another one, yeah. and then there's another slow motion walk, and then there's another another song playing in the background then there's another one and it's like yo oh, so many needle drops yeah. too many needle drops um where it loses impact right yeah. um you want to do the needle drop where it makes the most sense where it'll give you that oomph you know what i mean yeah here as tax mentioned um it's a freaking playlist on shuffle you know yeah. and a person doesn't like one song changes it next song changes it oh you know what this song isn't right i'll leave it for a little bit and changes it again um that's what it feels like it just goes from you know track to track to track to track to track and it and nothing really hits because there are some selections in there that i that never heard of either that i'm like why are you putting this in here yeah like, it's, the, it's uh, that know. it's that obscure rock stuff that james gunn must use in these movies and stuff and it's like cool man you know and that's the but thing. it's like not really man yeah and <laughs> it's also yeah it's also not really cool because like at one point, the biggest scene in the movie, you know, it's the you get no sleep till Brooklyn. They're like kind of doing a slow motion walk. Then they have a cool team fight. Best, yeah. you know, best scene in the movie. I will give yeah. it credit. Agreed. But I would give it so much more credit, though, 
is if it weren't sandwiched in between two other needle drop scenes, right? It's like, yo, what makes No Sleep Till Brooklyn different from the songs we hear before and the songs we hear after? And yeah. what, what makes this moment more special outside of the fact that they're fighting and stuff? Like, what makes that different from the one we saw in Ergo Corp? What makes it different from this? And nothing. Like, nothing really... Yeah, yeah. and it's annoying because, like, there's a new song every time the ship turns on. Yeah. So, like, every time they're flying, there's a new song. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Like, it, it gets to the point where, as we mentioned earlier, it just kind of it becomes blah. It, you know, you, there's no it's real connection mush. to the yeah. scene, to the actual action going on in front of you, to the characters even. Like, even with, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the Radiohead song, Creep, you know? That was right. kind of like, oh, blah, oh my God, you know, throw up, gross, like, yeah. man. Yeah. And it was so long, too, you know? Yeah, it was the um, whole, it was the whole fucking opening. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. dude, it was, it, it was too long. But again, I, I guess, you know, they wanted to establish the whole, you know, rocket story with the whole creep thing and all that stuff. So, anyways, though, that being said, that rocket story kind of drove the movie for me and it kept me in the movie because I wanted to conclude that story, especially because the high evolutionary, um, you know, killed it, absolutely killed it. And uh, he was just exactly what that role needed because it was over the top, but it was controlled over the top, you know, um, every time he just kind of felt crazy, he just kind of burst into this like maniacal kind of, you know, mad scientist uh, persona, which what that's really what he is, you know. He wanted to create the, you know, the perfect civilization and stuff like that, which yeah. turns out to be, you know, a planet full of, you know, walking animals and stuff. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, I know the less said about the perfect, you know, the whole getting into the eugenics argument. Yeah, and stuff but like, uh, like what's his, it called? He, the other, the other Earth. Oh, Counter Earth, right? Yeah, and yeah. like his vision of perfect is like a suburban white. You know, it's like yeah, the white suburbia in the fifties. Like, oh, okay. Like, like the less no, said about like that. Freaking, the, uh, what's that movie? It, these kids looked exactly like that freaking movie from Stephen King. There's <laughs> another movie um, uh, with Christopher Reeve in it. Actually, I don't um, remember. And, yeah, with these little kids with the white hair. And, and telekinesis. Oh, like what was it? The I I remember the I remember the Simpsons version where it's like the the others or the the othering the deadening or the because I remember the little yeah the kids with the the blue eyes yeah right yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. I, I remember exactly because yeah. I know what I'm talking about exactly yes. so um you know it uh I'm not sure why I brought that up at yeah no that's just like on on that um, note on that note let's anyways we're, we're getting messy here because this movie's messy right like on on that note wrapping up my end of oh this, because of the high of evolutionary and what he he thought was the perfect civilization right yeah it was a bunch of kids you know children of the damned or something like that right yes, like there that. we go yeah children <laughs> of the damned. perfect yeah so that's you got it so that's you, a little funky, yeah. but yeah but um, uh, the high evolutionary um it's a little weird before we just uh, um end the show and everything it's interesting now tex what marvel did with this movie right they kind of just kind of put it a, a couple of months after quantum mania it has a villain kind of the same, same kind of color, right? Oh, so um, they're it, trying to do a new Kang thing? You try to, you it, think they're going to slip one by? Not Is a that... new Kang, but they're like, hey, can you guys forget about this dude for a little bit? Focus on this guy for a while right. while we and, figure this shit out. Right, you know? and the Marvels will likely have their own thing again. So, you know, at this point, it's... 
I, I yeah, think, because like the Marvels, like that has to. It's also going to be its own thing. I don't feel like <sighs> like looking at it again. And after this movie, I'm like, okay. The, the, I think it's funny because now Marvel's doing the DC one offs now, right? Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> it. Like I think at this point, wrapping my end of the conversation, that it's another one. It's another one of these movies that I watched and like I probably will never see again. I don't really have the desire to see it again. Like it, it took me a lot to get through this the first time. Also, yeah, like there are some good things in it, but I wish it like it's the Eternals conversation again. I'm like, yo, I oh wish my God. I wish it had that little thing to at least make it part of the rest of the universe instead of being like, this is the Guardian stuff. You know, I I don't know because I don't like. Like I'm not like a big Guardians yeah. person, so like, yeah, I, like it feels like, hey, like give me my ball and go home kind of thing. I yeah. want to play with my friends only. Yeah. I don't want to play with you know with, with your friends either. Yeah. And I think that's a, a big missed opportunity because we're not asking you know for you know cameos or anything like that, but just you know hints and little Easter eggs here that you were a part of this of this end game. You know what I mean? You were a part of this Infinity War. You know, right. you went toe to toe with Thanos. Like there's. There's nothing there that connects them. Hey, you helped save this universe stuff, you know? And I understand that um, they wanted to kind of focus on just the whole family aspect of the of the Guardians. But I think it's a missed opportunity because they played a role in the whole Thanos thing. And I think it, it does them no justice to kind of include some of that lore into it because they've been through shit and it's cool for them to consistently remind them. It's like, Hey, like we fought beside Captain America and Spider-Man <laughs> and Iron Man and, and Thor and stuff like that. But it's a shame they don't take advantage of that, especially with the Marvel tag on it. Yeah, You're already part of the universe. You can name drop as much as you want. Why don't you? You know, and I think Thor is the only name that they drop in, in the entire movie of another um, uh, Avenger. And and that's um, that's that's where I'm gonna wrap my end on this too. Where it's like, yeah. yo, you. You know, yes, it's cool. Like, it goes back to what I was saying. It's cool that he got to finish his trilogy. It's cool he got to tell his story. At the end, it's really the phase four thing of like, the only connected tissue we get to other movies is the fact that there's a new Guardians lineup and there's, you know, and Star Lord will come back at some point, but those don't excite me. And it sucks because if I would have liked the Guardians, maybe I would have liked this movie, but the reality is I don't like them as much. And I wasn't like, and even then text, like there's not much for a guardians fan to really grasp onto, you I know, mean, even said we say that, but clearly they did. You know what I mean? That's Man. the thing. It's clearly they did. We're on the other side of this. Like, you know, people like the ones who love this movie, love this. movie. You know what? Good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, glad they because, love it. Right. Um, it looks like they worked hard on everything. You know, there's a lot of cool looking shit in here. A lot of cool practical stuff, which is, you know, big, big James Gunn thing, which I love, honestly, is his use of practical effects. You know, and with that said, like, like Tech said, I think it is a good bow to his trilogy. Does wrap up the characters as best as possible. I would have liked other stories, but then those other stories mean there's more connections to the Marvel Universe, and I don't think that's part of the plan. That being said, folks... Thank you for listening. This has been episode 151 of the Morgue, an official 
Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And a big shout out goes out to Del Virus for the artwork. A big shout out goes to you guys for listening. We have 150 of these things for you guys out there. We also have the Crips out there for you guys to listen to, which are our retro reviews. We have the Scary Worlds, but we do our horror movie rankings and other franchise rankings like that. Um, and we have all this available to you guys on all our social feeds go on on our youtube channel you can catch this show every thursday at 4 20 when it drops live facebook live twitch live twitter live anywhere you can catch podcasts please check it out subscribe like share recommend to your buddies shout outs to us in, in the in the in the comments anything you guys want us to cover please send us an email feedmailbag at gmail.com thank you once again folks and remember a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.